From Fargo and serving you on TV, online, and on the go, this is Valley News Live at 4. Here's a look at today's top four at four. North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum is speaking right now. He just announced that Fargo is getting a saliva testing location soon. This comes after a week of record high COVID-19 numbers for the state. Also, the most cases per capita in the country. You can find a detailed breakdown of the latest numbers scrolling at the bottom of your screen. We'll have more coverage of Governor Burgum's press conference tonight on Valley News Live at 6. And the North Dakota Emergency Commission has allocated over $220 million in federal funding for COVID-19 relief. Under this plan, K-12 schools will get $34 million. Cities and counties will receive $61 million. Hospitality businesses will get $54 million if they comply with the state's smart restart guidelines. And the iPhone 12 officially goes on sale today, but don't expect to line up outside the Apple store to get one. Due to the pandemic, Apple employees will be handing out reservation forms for people to get time slots to come back later. Face coverings and temperature checks will be mandatory, and Apple will be limiting the number of people in its stores. And President Trump and former Vice President Joe Biden faced off in the final presidential debate last night. We'll tell you what you missed and what it means for the campaigns moving forward coming up. That's a quick look at today's Top Forward 4. Now let's get a first look at our weather with Chief Meteorologist Hutch Johnson. Hey, Hutch. Callie, hello. Hello, everyone. Temperatures today are on the cool side and we're cleaning up after some snow across the valley. Let's take a look at some snow reports from the region. Ashley over seven inches there. Ellendale nearly the same. Jamestown two inches officially at the airport in Fargo 2.7 inches. Numerous reports though of upwards of four inches here in the FM area. Minnesota reports 10 and a half inches. Dalton Nearly nine in Vergas, a snowy one out there in the southern part of the lakes area. Here's what it looks like from space. Visible satellite imagery, all this white you see over here and the Missouri River Valley. That's the banks of heavy snow. A foot of snow or more in that uh, South Dakota, North Dakota border area where my arrow is there. Uh, very snowy fall day. It was chilly this morning. Single digit readings in Langdon. How low will we go? It looks pretty chilly. We got clear skies, I think, rapidly falling temperatures this evening into the teens. And by morning, even in Fargo, we have a good shot at seeing single digit readings. I'll have details in your hour by hour forecast, Callie, here in just a minute about the weekend ahead. And we'll have an update on our snow chances as well. All right. Thanks so much, Hutch. And a man accused of coughing in a coffee shop employee's face and saying he has COVID-19 says he didn't do it. It started when Youngblood Coffee posted on Facebook saying a man came in without a mask, refused to leave, coughed in an employee's face and said he has COVID-19. Fargo police told us an officer completed a report for disorderly conduct and it's been forwarded to the city attorney for consideration. We reached out to the accused man and he said that he never coughed on anyone nor did he tell them that that he had COVID-19. He called the matter, quote, blown out of proportion, untrue, and a waste of time. You can read his full statement inside of this story on our website, valleynewslive.com. And the Itasca County Sheriff's Office is warning people to be on the lookout for mail theft. The sheriff says outgoing checks are being reported as stolen from mailboxes. The public notice says people should stop putting uh, the flag on their mailbox when they have outgoing mail. Even safer yet, you should drop off your mail at the post office or a USPS box. If you experience mail theft, call your local law enforcement and post office.
In Moorhead's new COVID-19 saliva testing site is now open to North Dakotans. It opened last weekend inside of the old Edison Elementary School at 1110 14th Street South. It's open Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays from noon to 7 p.m. and from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Saturdays and Sundays. Testing is free, but they're asking you to pre-register through the Minnesota Department of Health's website. And the American Civil Liberties Union of Minnesota is suing the state, alleging prison officials have not taken adequate precautions to protect inmates from COVID-19. A petition filed yesterday asked court to force the state to keep people in custody safe. The Department of Corrections says 937 inmates have tested positive for the virus, with 270 cases still active. Two deaths have been linked to COVID-19. And Minneapolis residents are optimistic after the judge in the George Floyd case decided not to dismiss all charges against the former police officers. WCCO's Reg Chapman has a story. Members of the activist community and the Minneapolis NAACP joined Attorney General Keith Ellison and Governor Tim Walls in believing focusing on second-degree murder charges instead of third-degree for Derek Chauvin is a step towards justice. Many of us in the legal community and the broader community raised concerns about uh, whether third-degree charges would be setting Derek Chauvin up for an acquittal. Community members say this is what they wanted all along. Charges they believe have a chance of leading to a guilty verdict. When we're asking for justice, it's really important to be specific with charges as well because how you make that argument will decide like whether the person will walk free or not. Many in the community are also content that the judge is moving forward with charges against the three former police officers connected to George Floyd's death. I absolutely agree that the judge should have um, upheld the charges against the other three officers involved in killing George Floyd. All of them were present, all of them were culpable, and not one of them uh, intervened in a manner that saved George Floyd's life. So they do need to be held responsible under the law for what they did. Decisions so far in this case has some cautiously optimistic about what will happen. Leaders are telling people to be patient and observant of everything that happens before and during the trial. To continue to pay attention to updates and developments in this case, continue to share information, uh, continue being advocates for justice and changes to policies and laws that produce the kinds of circumstances that we saw in George Floyd's case. Reg Chapman, WCCL, 4 News. With the election just days away, President Trump and former Vice President Biden are back on the campaign trail. We'll tell you about their contentious debate last night and how it could impact the results on November 3rd. Next on Valley News Live at 4. Fresh snow and clear skies are going to lead to some mighty chilly overnight temperatures tonight. I'll have details on how low we go and we'll look ahead towards your weekend outlook coming up right after this.